0: Hello and
1: welcome to the Anything Goes podcast, football chitter-chatter, Euros episode 2. I would like to, in advance, apologise for the fact that this is a late episode. Obviously, we are nearly a week late, but unfortunately, due to other commitments, myself and my co-host Alistair, have been unavailable to do so. But we are going to wrap up all of the group stage action today before recording another one this Sunday. So you're going to get two in three days. I've already mentioned him. But with me tonight, as always, is my paedophile in training, my favourite <laughs> friend, Alistair Blackwell. How are you, my friend?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I'm all right. Thanks. Um
1: Paedophile in training.
0: Wow. Yeah. OK. Yeah, Thanks not for quite, that. <laughs> not quite
1: qualified yet. <laughs> You're the expert, right? <laughs> exactly. I've got to pass you at some point. Oh, dear. How are you, mate? OK?
0: Yeah, you know, just... Just life and all of that, getting on top of stuff. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. been a bit annoying. We have well, For me, I'm, I'm, you know, annoyed that I haven't been able to do another podcast, you know, sooner with you because obviously mm. it's, you know, enjoy these. But uh, yeah, yeah. good our to paths, be on it now.
1: <laughs> our paths haven't quite crossed this week. You've been busy last weekend, then I've been busy midweek this week. But yeah, you know, good opportunity tonight to chat for forty minutes or so, just to wrap up. Obviously, what, what's been a great couple of weeks to open the Euros in the group mm. stage. I mean, I've missed a few games, but I've actually managed to keep up with and watch live pretty much all of them. Yeah. Uh, how did you get on in the end? Did you manage to cast an eye over pretty much everything?
0: I did, mate. Yeah, I pretty much watched every game. I um, yeah, like, I think I said it last time, I, I got the missus involved in the end. She was kind of, she was into it, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, Love she's it. Pretty much at the, at the point where she was turning the TV on to put it on. So, oh, um, trained a breakthrough, well. you know, it's a breakthrough.
1: Yeah, it's very exciting, very, very exciting for you. It's I'm great, mate. Um, I also had my wife shouting at the TV at one point. Um, <laughs> she did a fantasy league at work. So, when, right. you know, when one of her players came off the bench and didn't score, she was quite upset. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm good, yeah, I'm good,
0: but we didn't do a fantasy league at work actually. Um, yeah so I was going to set one up you know, just
1: between me and you I thought that would be funny but then I didn't want to upset you too much because <laughs> I'd obviously beat you
0: Well that's that's up for debate But
1: Well let's sure. not do yeah, that yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So um, Euro 2020 uh, taking place in 2021 obviously the group stages have now finished and we've got our teams who have progressed obviously I'm just going to run through those really quickly so Italy, Denmark, Austria, Netherlands, Czech Republic, Belgium, Portugal, Croatia, Spain, France, Switzerland, England, Germany, Sweden, and the Ukraine. So, no massive surprises huh. in there. Was there anyone that you're surprised to see get through? Or are you pretty, you know, as expected?
0: Um, I think. Um... The is only it... one which I'd say is mm. um, not really surprised in a way, but am as well. Like just, just glad that Denmark went through in a way.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Especially after what happened at the start. Um, obviously, we continue to pass on our best wishes to Christian Eriksen, who we know is now um, is is out of hospital. He's had a, a Dfib installed into his chest, mm. so that if he does have another cardiac arrest. He's got that fail safe in there, which is great news. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but they got through, obviously, on the last of that um, of that group, which was fantastic. Um, and they'll play Wales, who I suppose are potentially another one that um, maybe are a slight surprise. Yeah. Through. Not the fact that, obviously, we know how good Wales are and how much quality they have, but what I mean by that is they had a very tough group and obviously we saw a lot of people underperform in that group, obviously Turkey, (laughs) Switzerland failing to take advantage of a good result. Yeah. Um, You had a shitter with the Turkey, didn't you? Well, you were Turkey, you were loving Turkey. It's your dark horse. And look where they are. My dark horse was Austria. If you listen back who have got Italy and are about to get knocked out on Saturday. But yeah, I mean the other, me, I guess was Sweden who did really well to get out of their group because obviously mm-hmm. uh, we talked about Spain and Poland being the ones to come out of that group and actually it's been Spain and Sweden who have come out so really good um, for Sweden to come through that group they actually um, ended up finishing second behind Spain because Spain got five against Slovakia but um, you know really impressive I think Sweden managed to get through
0: who didn't yeah. get through but I was really happy with how they played was Hungary. Hungary 100% they yeah. they they went for it like I said at the start of the tournament I just wanted a couple teams who were you know complete rule out underdogs and that and um mm. and they just they went for it and they went you know for the best part of you know the game in Portugal they went you know totally to them yeah exactly and um, and Germany and France, you know, they got a draw out of both of them in the end. Well, and I mean, they were everyone, winning in both of them.
1: <laughs> everyone was expecting them to lose every game.
0: Mm. Everyone
1: was expecting them to not score a goal. And they had their best player in Dominic schoep out injured. Yeah, So it was sort of a write-off Hungary. But, you know, at one point with about 35 minutes to go the other night, they were going through ahead of Germany and Portugal. So, yeah. It was on the cards for an incredible breakthrough, I guess, for Hungary. But unfortunately, they fell at the final hurdle. Obviously, they managed to get two points from a group where they were expected to get none. So I think great credit goes mm-hmm. to them. I suppose what we'll start off with in terms of our conversation today then is England and Germany. So Germany obviously finishing second in that group in the end. Um one of the ties of the round of 16 we'll see England versus Germany. I think it's probably the biggest conversational topic in football this week, especially in the UK. Um, I personally, I was talking earlier on to, um, you know, the guy who was the best man at the wedding, George, who you know very well as well. Um, and he, obviously, and I were saying that we would be very disappointed if England go out to this Germany side.
0: Mm. Although,
1: you know, I do appreciate how good Germany have been in the past and I appreciate how good some of their players are in this team. I think this is England's opportunity to, you know, defeat Germany and go on to the next round comfortably.
0: Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, um, that I completely agree. Best opportunity to um, get ahead of them. Um we can win that you know i really think we can i don't mm. i don't see why we should be afraid of them no. um, you know there's always that general kind of fear factor for england especially when you come up against uh, teams which we just have a stigma against germany or portugal for example mm. and, and but you know now i look at them and i just think we you know we we're, we're on i'm not saying we're better than them Definitely not, and but I'm saying we're (laughs) just as good, we're on par with them. Um, and I think, in in my kind of view of it, I think it could go either way, you know. Mm. um, I feel like,
1: I feel like on paper, you know, actually the squads are very similar. Like, I know this is a lot of people are saying how good England's squad is, Germany's isn't that bad, it's just not as good as it has been in the past. And you've just got to look at their recent form, is the thing that makes you think, okay, this is our best chance because. Even in that group, you know, draw against Hungary, lost to France, and yeah, they did beat Portugal 4-2, but two of their four goals were own goals, let's not forget.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so they're a they're a team that have a lot of vulnerabilities and I do really fancy our chances against them. We have to be careful though. Um, I think one of the biggest talking points this week has been the fact that England are just not really that entertaining to watch. I think both yeah. of us have talked about that over text message this week about how boring England have been to watch so far in the tournament. yeah. Um, But how, how do you see the game going potentially?
0: Um, I really don't know, to be honest, it it could go so many different ways. Um, You know, it it could, I think I've been hearing different things about how England should approach this game. And, you know, the way they've been playing recently is very kind of reserved. Um, Mm -hmm. They've, They've been very defensive, which has gone well for them. Clearly, because they've won two games drawn one. Or well, yet um, to concede a goal in the tournament. Exactly, yet to concede. Only us and Italy have done that. Um, but it just—it's it, always that. It's the same with Italy. It's a matter of how well can you do against the bigger teams, and that's going to be the test. You know, Germany going to be a, the, the biggest test yet, and we're going to find out whether our defence is really up to the standards that we would like to think it is Mm. um and if it is then great and we can either we go into it with the mentality of let's defend get that goal and then defend again um or we just go for it you know that no fear kind of you know idea and not i'm not just saying you know go for it all guns blazing because obviously yeah. that would be very kind of, you know, naive and especially against the German side who can probably get you on the counter and, you know, with the full-backs they've got and everything, or the wide mm. players they've got, um, you know, they're going to be just as much of a threat. Um, but, you know, I, like I said, I just think this is such a great opportunity for us to get to the final now. Mm. Um, I'm thinking going where head, but you look at the possible teams we could play. Yeah. And um it's in our favor, isn't it? We we have we have kind of fallen into the right side of the um the you know the draw in the end really. Yeah. Um so yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Play. It's it's really important that we think about like perspective in terms of supporting England and looking further into this tournament because it is like, I know what you're saying, it is the easier side of a draw, but you've got to remember these teams are all here on merit and Germany included in that. And if we take Germany lightly, they have got players that will hurt us. Just to list off a few off the top of my head, um, you know they've got players like Robin Goossens, Leroy Sane, Timo Werner, Kai Havertz, Thomas Muller, who can all hurt us absolutely 100%. Yeah. These are all players that are playing in the Champions League, season in, season out. Um, so it's not like we're coming up against any mugs. So we do have to be really careful. But it's certainly one of the ties of the round. And I certainly think it's our best opportunity for getting through the round of 16 in terms of the teams we could have got from that group. Um, I would have feared playing Portugal or France more than playing Germany, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, I mean, it's, um,
0: you know, obviously there was this kind of question about or debate about, oh, maybe we should you know, just go for the draw and just, yeah, yeah, you know, get second place and then maybe we'll play like what we would have played Holland, for example, which isn't necessarily any better. I don't think that um,
1: that's any better at all. I'd almost rather play Germany than Holland because Holland have been fantastic in this tournament so far. Yeah. um, Yeah, no, I completely agree. Uh, I, I just think
0: that's, to be honest, to a certain extent, that's where England fans, not necessarily Mm. the players, because we don't know what the players are thinking. Um, Mm. They could be thinking completely different, not even bothered about who we play. Um, Because at the end of the day, we're in a tournament with the best teams in Europe at the moment, because they've made it there, and they just want to play. Like Raheem Sterling said at the end of the um, last game, they'll play whoever they want to play. The biggest teams, so they can prove that they're the best. Mate, we've got. They are the best. Then
1: fine, exactly. Then
0: that's fine. You know. Because, like, you've got to play them at some point. Exactly.
1: Then... That's the it point I was matter. going to make. It's the English fan mentality to think, exactly. oh, we need the easier game. But at some point, you have to come up against a world-class team. So let's do it early and prove ourselves. Because exactly. I'd rather go out in the round of 16 to Germany... Than get to the semi final and be knocked out by Germany because then you've had all the hope built up by beating, like and this is no disrespect to either of these teams, but let's say like we played Austria <clears> and, <throat> yeah, I don't know, Austria and Croatia. Mm. In the, like, I know obviously that's impossible because of the way that the groups were drawn, <laughs> but say we played those two teams in the next rounds, or let's say yeah. Ukraine, for example, and then you lose mm. to Germany, you think, oh, semi final. But it's not a fair reflection because you've played easier teams in the build-up. So exactly, and that's similar
0: to the World Cup to a certain extent. There's always going to be people, those skeptics, who are like, even if we got to the final and played France and beat them or didn't beat them, it doesn't matter. Like even if we got there, then people would have said, "Oh, well, you only played what Iceland, Mm. Colombia, and Croatia. You didn't exactly play Argentina, Germany, and you know Spain or something or whatever." So. You know, I, I was thinking to myself, to a I was actually thinking, bloody hell, just bring them on. Yeah, like, exactly. I, when I was in watching that last, you know, the, the uh, last fixtures in Group F the other day, mm. even though Hungary were in second place at one point, in my head, I was still thinking, I actually had, I kind of don't want Hungary just
1: because I just want to so play möglich. the bigger teams. Let's just mm. do it. Like, if we're good enough, we're good enough. If we're not, exactly. we're not. Exactly. If this England team's as good as everyone thinks they can be, then we will win the tournament.
0: Yeah.
1: They can be. They can
0: they've got the individual players who are just as good as like the amount of individual quality
1: we've got in our team is just as good as any other team. But it's just how well we play as a team. Exactly. The thing is, it's the way that we approach the game, because fuck me, honestly, watching England sometimes makes me want to put my head through a brick wall. Which is amazing, isn't it? Because you think we've got Grealish, Zaka now. Oh and Kane Jesus mate, and we've got Sterling so much good and Fodum, we've got so many Mount. good players. Oh my it's God, actually it's unbearable the fact that we defend as soon as we go one nil up. Yeah. Like it's it's I horrible. understand, I understand the mentality, but Jesus Christ, we've been in a pandemic for eighteen months, Gareth. <laughs> just give us a good performance. <laughs> like we've all been in lockdown looking forward to the Euros and then he plays fucking the most boring football. Yeah. Like, it's making me F and Jeff because it winds yeah. me up so much. Like I understand, and this is, you know, I'm going to go on a mini rant. I understand that he scored the only two goals we've scored, but Raheem Sterling is so bad to watch. His performances against Scotland and Croatia were so poor. Mm. I just, oh, he's so infuriating. But what annoys me more, and this is potentially a little bit controversial because he is a very good player, Declan Rice has done approximately nothing in three games. Mm. And if you take him out and put someone like a Jude Bellingham in or a Jordan Henderson in, who can and will play the ball forward, at least then we might look like attacking more often. Mm. I just, I mean, I, th- I mean, with midfielders, so... sometimes it can be
0: so deceiving, though, don't you think? Where, you know, you with some midfielders, they do a lot of work which you just don't see.
1: But and... mate, honestly, do you honestly think that if we took Declan Rice out of that team, that we would struggle to keep? Uh, to get results against the three teams we played in that group. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that Depp and Rice hasn't played, you know,
0: badly. All I'm saying is, um, if you but had, it, it, it's just, it's just the way they do it. Like, but it all, so that, na- it all feeds into that.
1: It all feeds into that narrative
0: of how bloody negative we are. Why are we? Well, like, that's that's exactly it. Phillips and Rice together just set you up for defensive, you know, play. You know, exactly. It, but it, I'd it's rather not
1: it if, if, oh, it's just so aggravating because
0: I so want if have someone like Rice with a Bellingham then, yeah uh, exactly I, I still think that that would you know I'd rather would off each other a lot more
1: I'd rather see Phillips and Bellingham because uh, anything and,
0: mate I just didn't want I, I hated the fact that in our last game Czech Republic he played both Rice and Phillips again and I just thought like we're through just uh, you know, don't experiment loads because we we can't afford to. We're in this we're in the tournament now. You yeah. can't afford to experiment. But try something. Try something different. That... You've done Rice and Phillips for two games and fair enough, just do a Rice and a Bellingham or a Phillips and a Bellingham or Henderson Do uh, someone and do you it's know, like... the, thing
1: that, the thing that gets me the most isn't like, oh, let's experiment. It's more the facts that we went one nil up and then he was like, Oh my god, shit, defend the eighteen yard box. Yeah. Like we didn't look like scoring again after we no. went 1-0 up. And that's what concerns me about Germany because Germany are a team that will come back and score against us. We've seen them score six mm-hmm. goals in three games. We've scored two in three games. Like, there mm-hmm. is there is a big difference. They've con- Yeah, they've conceded four. Well, if they, no, they've conceded five. But, on aggregate, they've won their three games 6-5. So, they can potentially outscore us. So, we do have to be a little bit concerned about the style of play. But let's... Mm-hmm. Let's move away from England-Germany. We've talked about that plenty, I think, unless there's anything specific you want to talk about, because I kind of want to talk about the other tie of the round, which I don't think can be disputed, which is Belgium-Portugal. I mean, this could be the game of the tournament if the teams play the way they potentially can. I mean, Portugal have looked up and down in the tournament so far. Belgium have just looked like they've purred through their group. They've been absolutely phenomenal to watch. Um, how would you see this one going I can see Belgium knocking Portugal out here quite comfortably to be honest
0: I don't know I mean um
1: there's always the I, Ronaldo factor though that's the problem exactly you it?
0: know I mean that you saw it in the last game really it's it, it, well I say just the last game I mean in the in the last three games anyways he's, he's just turned up you know he's mm. not turned up for the whole game but he turns up even if it's five10 minutes he turns up bangs in a couple of goals and it's almost like job done and yes. um and in the last game as well against France you even saw a bit of like that old ronaldo with that flair and skills and that so he's 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 grown into the tournament a bit more as well with his confidence which is crazy to think you know um ronaldo needed to say I'm not saying he did, but you know, it just in his play, it just looked like he was growing in confidence in that last game against France, yeah. um, which was a great game, by the way. Nice. Um, and uh, and yeah, if the belgian Portugal tops it, then I I'm buzzing to see that game. I cannot wait. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting because obviously, you know, Lukaku is has got so much drive right now. Mm. You can see it in his play of how oh, much he wants to...
1: He's been the best player in the tournament. So Four goals, honestly. yeah. he's been. I think he's been underrated in this tournament as much as he has done in his whole career. Mm. I don't think people are really giving him the respect in this tournament. I mean, you look at the way he's played and the fact that he's scoring goals as well. He's got to be the player of the tournament so far, has he not?
0: Um, it, I mean, off the top of my head, He's definitely one of them. I can. I'd have to think about it a bit more, but mm. um, you know, yeah, Lukaku is definitely up there. I, you know, I just Ronaldo's got to be up there just because he's just turned up and he's mm-hmm. done done the done the job. You know, he's just done okay. the business that he's needed. It's going to gonna be. All. It's going to um, be
1: really interesting going forward. I mean, that like to stick on that Belgium game just briefly. I mean. It comes down to whether Portugal. I mean, you look at that France, Bel, uh France, Portugal game from um, the other night, mm. and I think that's what we're going to see. Very similar again in this next game is that Belgium are the superior team, and Portugal have got to take their chances. Now, the thing that concerns me for Portugal from like uh, from their perspective is that they might not get two penalties in this next <laughs> game. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like they didn't score from open play against France, mm. but. At the same time, Belgium are a little bit more suspect at the back. So, this could be, genuinely, this could be a really, really interesting game to watch. I don't see either team just sitting in and defending. I don't think it's in the nature of either of these teams. Mm, Um, Definitely not. But I would side, you know, the more I say it, the more I'm thinking Portugal actually beat Belgium. But (laughs) I'm going to go with my initial thought. I just think that Belgium might have a bit too much for Portugal going forward.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, it's... um... It's going to be... I I could see it being a high-scoring game. Mm. Um, 8-1. (laughs) 8-1. Yeah. um, 6 It's going to to be interesting. What's that? Sunday 8 o'clock, isn't it? Sunday 8 o'clock, that
1: one. And before that, let's just talk about the other games, I guess, in the round of 16. Um, Eight fixtures to go through. I guess that's how we can... Because we haven't planned this podcast. We were just going to talk about it very briefly. I suppose, actually, before we move on to the round of 16 fixtures we've obviously talked about two of them so far um, I want to just give a shout out to a couple of teams that have been knocked out that I just really enjoyed watching in this tournament um, I thought that North Macedonia were absolutely fantastic I don't know about you but I really enjoyed watching them they gave absolutely everything to every single game that they had
0: um,
1: yeah. and to see Goran Pandev play his final career games for his country in a major tournament was just really nice Um Similarly, um, Finland in their first major tournament, I thought they were great value in this tournament. Obviously, they went through a lot with the Christian Eriksen thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um were unlucky against both Belgium and Russia in their other two games. But to get a win and to be in there with a shout going into that final day um, was absolutely superb. And then like you've sort of touched on already, mate, you've got to give a lot of credit to Hungary for not just rolling over and getting absolutely battered in that group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, but moving on. So let's talk about the round sixteen ties. We'll start on Saturday. We've got Wales, Denmark first, and this is a really weird one, isn't it? Because now everyone wants Denmark to get as far as possible.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, do you know what I
1: mean, like everyone's like, do it for Christian, which I completely am <laughs> on board with because, less, I'm going to be completely honest, I don't want Wales to get further than England in this tournament.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be oh. um. That's already happened last last time, didn't it? Exactly, so it's yeah. um, uh, you know, credit to Wales, like oh yeah, the players the players who they have needed to turn up as well have turned up. Um, yeah, really both... impressed
1: with Aaron Ramsey in the last yeah. game.
0: Yeah, exactly. Ramsey Bale's done some bits again. You know, it's just that that magic quality which they have, isn't it? Like Bale just turned up. Okay, missed the penalty horrendously, mm. um, but even after that. Well, that first ball for Rams. Yeah, and, that assist was oh, incredible, unbelievable, and um, and then obviously that little run through along the um, the uh, touch line and that. Yeah, from the corner, you set know, Connor Roberts. Yeah, like that quality, you know, it that's it, what you it need. Turns up when you need it. Yeah,
1: those little yeah. bits of quality in the like big moments. Yeah, it was exactly. It was a great performance. Obviously, they were unlucky against Italy as well. Italy obviously made loads of changes. Wales had Ethan Ampadu sent off with yeah. quite a lot of the game left to go. Um, but yeah, I mean, Wales Denmark is going to be really interesting. How do yeah. you see it going? I personally, I just think that Denmark, with all of the passion that they've got going for, like going through them at the moment, they seem so driven to do this for the country, for Christian Eriksen, and you know, for themselves as well. I just think that I can see Denmark overcoming Wales here, but I do think it will be a close game. I think it will be like 2-1 to Denmark. I don't think it's going to be more than a goal, in it?
0: I think it's going to be a great contest, Mm. a really great contest. I think these two teams could be a good match um, in terms of kind of ability and quality and everything. Different um, styles of play, though. What's that?
1: Really different styles of play. Like Denmark are very much like... Slow the pace of the game down, get on the ball, build through the mm. thirds. Whereas Wales are very much like quick counter attacks and get the ball into the box. Well, maybe that'll
0: work in a favour in terms of entertainment because you get so oh much no, time absolutely, and... yeah,
1: I'm yeah. The same. Like you said, it's going to be a really interesting contest. Mm. I completely agree. I think it's going to be really close though. What would you? What do you reckon? I reckon two one to Denmark. I can just see them having a little bit more than Wales in terms of quality throughout the team.
0: I'm gonna go the opposite way. Yeah. Not just not just for the sake of being different, but I just I just think, you know, um with the two players they've got in Ramsey and Bale, mm-hmm. I think they've just got a bit, you know, that that kind of ability to change the game. Yes. Um, you know, Denmark Denmark have got great players, don't get me wrong, but I just think with those two players, mm. um, providing they're on on it with that game, yeah. I yeah. think I, I'd go with
1: Wales. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, no, no. that's fine. If you want to just oppose what I say, that's fine because <laughs> I'm going to say Italy beat Austria that same day. What do you reckon, Austria to win it? Do you
0: see? Ah, uh, I mean, it, it could be tough. Like you know, you made a good call with Austria because they they've done well and they sorry. Great. Hang
1: on, what was that? I I did what.
0: Oh, don't worry. It doesn't matter. Oh, you, can, you can listen yeah, back yeah, to Toby,
1: it, mate. Toby made a good call. <laughs> he picked a good dark horse. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Like, Austria are a very good side. Very, very organised. But they also have a threat going forward. Obviously, mm. they came through their group in second behind the Netherlands. Um, mm. You know, they they did really well. They won both of their other games. So, six points out of that group's so a good return for them. Mm. Um. They're they're not electric going forward by any means, but they do have quality. Like we talked about, a couple of key players like Wales have. Austria have obviously got David Alaba. They've obviously Mm. got Marcel Sabitzer as well. Um, But Italy, I mean, they absolutely ran riot through their group. They've been the best team so far. Them and the Dutch, I think, have been the best two teams to watch so far. Um, But I know what you're going to say in terms of it could be difficult, but I just can't see Italy struggling to get through against Austria. I think this is a nice round of 16 tie for Italy before they face something more difficult in the next Well, yeah, exactly. I
0: think um, I'm intrigued by Italy because they've just, you know, they've absolutely flourished in this tournament so far. Mm. Um, And one thing I like about Italy as well is the fact that they've worked, like the, the unity of the whole team is clear to see. Um, in what Mancini's done there. And they've worked so well together. Even their second, um, you know, kind of say, quote, second 11, or most, for the most part, when they played against Wales, were very good with the ball mm. as a team. And, um, and because of that, you can see that it's the, the, the kind of work ethic and everything which Mancini's tried to bring across to the whole team mm. has worked. And um, Well, he's and running just... the
1: national team like a club.
0: Yeah. And that's what you want. You know, you mm-hmm. want that because that's why it's so difficult in international football to get um, to get a group of players working, you know, like on the same Whoa. wavelength together. And that's why it's that's why it's so difficult for a team like, you know, go back to briefly what like England, when you don't have that consistency mm-hmm. in training together all the time and and um, and that uh, that. Solid start in 11, which you know you're going to have, it's difficult to um, settle a team, isn't it? So, well,
1: I mean, the, the, Italy's strength in depth is actually incredible. <laughs> like, where we say, yeah, they're good players for England, the Italian players that come off the bench are genuinely incredible. Like, mm. you see the team they set up against Wales, like, they had Chiesa on one side and Bernardeschi on the other. Who are two of the best players in Europe on their day, and mm-hmm. they can't get into the starting eleven of this team? It's absolutely unbelievable. Obviously, Chiellini's been injured since the first game. He's probably going to be unavailable again. I think I read earlier on. Um, but Italy are obviously they're unbeaten in like thirty games now, and they haven't conceded a goal in like their, in like their last ten. I think. Yeah and austria are just i don't think they they've got quite enough going forward to give them enough problems if austria can take it to extra time and penalties obviously that's anyone's it's just a completely it's a complete lottery um but it'll be really interesting this game like, like you said it, this yeah. is the game on saturday i'm looking forward to the most thanks for that text mate i really appreciate that what's that Alistair's just accidentally texted me over <laughs> saying that he's doing a podcast and that he loves me. I think it was meant for him to. Um It just popped up at the top of my screen doing a podcast. Love you so, um, thank you. Um, I Would it be more
0: concerning if that actually was for you.
1: No, I'd be I'd be less I'd be more surprised, but I wouldn't you know I wouldn't be upset.
0: Okay, well it was. I for also you.
1: one <laughs> thing I want to say as well, and this is just uh, like slightly. <laughs> um not necessarily away from the game specifically, but do you not think Roberto Mancini deserves a lot more credit than he gets? Because let think about Roberto Mancini. He's arguably the best man city manager they've had before Guardiola. Because mm. if you look at the best teams city have had since the money came in on paper, his team was the worst and he won the premier league. Yeah. Um, And then what he's managed to go and do with this Italian team, having missed out on the last major tournament, is partly, you know, incredible. Um, But, yeah, I think Italy have to overcome Austria in that game. Wales, Denmark could be either way. I see Denmark, you see Wales. Um, Do you not
0: think Italy, like, in my mind right now, like, I'm just looking at Italy-Austria, and I think I could could still see him like, not hammering Austria, but getting a comfortable, comfortable win, like a two, yeah. still a 2-3-0 maybe, or a 3-1 or something.
1: I'm thinking that final score will be 2-0. Yeah. But I don't think Austria get in their box very much, to be honest. Yeah. Um. So we'll move on to Sunday very briefly. We talked about Belgium-Portugal already. The other tie of this game is another, and this is the thing about this Euros, the smaller teams, you know, in quotation marks, are giving it absolute hell to the bigger teams. The Czech Republic looked decent against England. They drew with Croatia and they beat Scotland comfortably. Mm. They're no pushovers, the Czechs, and they've got the Netherlands, who for my money have been as, as entertaining to watch as Italy. A little bit more susceptible the Netherlands than Italy, um, defensively. Obviously, they've got some weak links. They're missing Virgil van Dijk as well, of course. Mm. Um, I think you have to say the Netherlands will probably win this one still, yeah. but Anything you want to say on that one, really? I think we're both going to say the Netherlands win that. I'm going to say, like, 3-1.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be quite... Again, like the Italy one, I think it'll be quite comfortable in the end. I think
1: it'll be comfortable, Um... but I think it'll be a more difficult game than Austria will give Italy.
0: Yeah, or maybe it'll be one of those ones where, at face value, if you just look at the score it looks Doesn't like tell the they... story. yeah exactly like maybe they'll give them a good game but in the yeah. end it'll just be a 2-0 or something and i'm
1: and... i'm pretty confident the netherlands will win that like you say 2-0 3-1 yeah. something like that but i think the czech republic have genuinely like i'm i like to think that i've got really good football knowledge and i know yeah. a lot of the czech team that a lot of people don't just from my bloody ridiculous amount of football manager and stuff like that but They surprised me in how good they were, especially in the Scotland game. I know that Mm. it's easy for us to turn around and go, yeah, but it is only Scotland, but we didn't beat Scotland. Uh, And the Czechs ran that game. You know, Scotland had chances, but the Czechs were really dominant for one.
0: The thing is as well, that a lot of these teams who were, you know, like the underdogs, the the teams which were just almost in it just for the sake of it, and um, just to fill the, like, fill the gaps in our spaces they're very well organized you know Mm. like again going back to the Hungary team they were really organized and they worked well together um and again in Czech Republic it's the same thing
1: and I think that's where the Czechs I, I just sorry to jump on top of your point but that's what she said um but the Czechs are a little bit more expansive going forward the other yeah. teams, that's what I like about the Czechs. Like they've got Patrick Schick, for example, who's really, really good to watch up front. Thomas Socek is always, yeah. you know, he's getting involved in their attacks as well. They've got full backs in Sufal and Boril who get forward as well. I really like the Czechs. I just don't think if they had you know, if the Czechs had Wales, for example, mm. I would back them, or if they had Sweden or Ukraine, I would back them. But I just think the Netherlands will have too much for them. On the Netherlands, just briefly, how impressed have you been with them?
0: Yeah, I've been. I've been uh, somewhat impressed. Um, not as much, for example, in my mind, as um, a few it's other teams. Good. Just you know, for no other reason than just the teams that were in the group. Um, bar Austria. You know, obviously Austria um, have done well, but mm. just there's still a test for them to come. I think they're yeah. uh, somewhat level grounds as italy it's like mm. okay they've done well in the group they've shown that they're the dominant team in that group clearly very um, much outside on that. yeah and they've got a lot of attacking force going forward um just is it's, it's going to be interesting i mean actually they've got a very good route through to the final to be honest mm. um yeah they they could have really and it'd be interesting, actually. Like, you know, you I'm looking at it now. Like, if they beat their, the Czech Republic and then they play Wales or Denmark, mm. probably the favourites in that. And then I'll they play other Sweden, Ukraine, England, or Germany. It's it up until the semi. Um, it's it could be quite could be quite plain sailing, and then it'll be a real test from the semis and the final onwards.
1: I'll tell you what, mate. What? I'm going to throw a spanner in the works here. Go on. I'm gonna say Czech Republic win. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I'm just I'm, I'm thinking about it, and what you've said there, I completely agree with. But do you know what it is? You said something which I sort of said but didn't build upon. Is that they are frail at the back and mm. they conceded goals against Ukraine and Austria in their group. Yeah. True. I I'm gonna go out on a whim on a limb. Sorry, and I'm gonna say Czech Republic beat the Netherlands.
0: I don't think did only Ukraine scored two, didn't they? I don't think Austria scored. Did Austria not one. get one? I don't think so, no, because it was 3-2, wasn't
1: it? Either but way, yeah. yeah. I mean, 3-2, but they concede chances. They they had, against the North Macedonia, which was another really entertaining game, they conceded one that was offside, and it was only mm. just offside, sure. and Macedonia hit the post twice. So it's not mm. like they didn't get threatened by the worst team. And that's what I mean by that is in terms of world rankings. Yeah. North Macedonia, the worst team in the tournament threatened yeah. Holland yeah. as did Austria. Mm. So for me, I'm going to go with a little bit of an outside bet and say the Czech Republic will beat the Netherlands on <laughs> Sunday. Um, Monday. I mean, one game, I just, I don't think either of us are going to say France lose to Switzerland. <laughs> Croatia, Spain. I mean, Spain have been such a weird team to watch in this tournament. They have barely got going. And then they beat Slovakia 5-0. But then you have to sort of say, well, you know, it's only Slovakia Mm. um, helped by one of the weirdest own goals you'll ever see. (laughs) Croatia have started to pick up form as well. So this is a clash of two potential heavyweights that... Mm -hmm are picking up form at the exact same time. So, I don't know which way I can see. I can see this go into extra time and penalties because I just, I can't pick a team out of the two.
0: I don't know. I'd say, I'd probably say Croatia myself, really. Really? I'd, um, just I'd a see... bit more experience than that. I mm. just, in the in a couple of players, and, and you looked at Modric in that game. Oh, unbelievable. Um, against Scotland, it was just like, he just turned it on, you know. and Just showed why he won the
1: Ballon d'Or. It.
0: Yeah, exactly yeah. like that that goal he done was phenomenal and yeah, um, really. and he's still got it you know and he's you know um I just think against it, that you know fairly young fairly young Spanish team who um. would like to use the ball and play around with it but uh, okay yeah they won five 0 against Slovakia fair enough um, but they just I don't know. Just lack they. I still feel like they lack a bit of firepower up front. Yeah, now. they lack
1: a cutting edge up front. I think. Is yeah, definitely. And I think that in the end with burn. that
0: Slovakia game, they just it just got to a point where Slovakia you know, given up. Yeah, it it yeah. just seemed like that, and and I don't know. I just against this Croatia team, I couldn't. I wouldn't say Spain. The you know, I'm not saying Croatia favourites, but I wouldn't say for Spain favourites for this game either. Personally. No. Um, I, think I, again, I think you're. I think you will bang it's, it's really, on. really, an interesting one. It will be quite an interest. I look at that. It'd be, it be. It could be. You know, I'm intrigued by it.
1: I think you're absolutely spot on, mate. I think I leaned more towards Croatia as well. Mm. Um, they've got some really talented players. Spain, but like mm. you said, lack of firepower, but also they do concede chances. I think Spain's mm. best chance comes from retaining the ball, like they have done in all their games so yeah. far. Mm. Um, but at the same time they if you take away the Slovakia game which like we said they got to a certain point where Slovakia just couldn't cope with them yeah they they didn't score in their other games mm. so yeah, it's a tough one in terms of France Switzerland later that night eight o'clock on uh, Monday France mm. play Switzerland it's a repeat of one of the knockout games from the last euros where Switzerland lost I think it was five two mm. to France Um I don't see it being that big a gap. I see this being won by one or two goals because I think Switzerland are actually a lot better than people give them credit. Mm. Um, France, also, I just I don't know what it is about France. They just don't look like they're really on the same page at the minute. Mm. But France to go through, yeah.
0: I'd say you know, yeah, they have to be favourites. It's 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 um, group stages and knockout almost seem like two different tournaments in a way don't they because mm. there's a lot of teams you just find that when they um, when they're in the group stages the objective is to get out of the group yeah. and and you can work around it so much differently because you're playing with free games but in the knockout it's all or nothing and, yeah. and for that reason it makes it so much more different um, and that's why you look at like Portugal when they won it last time. I, th- I think they I'm going to say, I think, because obviously I've screwed up with a couple of things with World Cups and that in the past. Yeah, and I'll come about on it as
1: well.
0: I think they've drew, they drew th- their three games and got three points when they came out of the group stages. You are absolutely um, correct. Thank you. Well, Wikipedia well. is a magnificent thing. No, I, um, <laughs> I wasn't
1: going to say anything this time. But...
0: <laughs> but then they went on to win it and hmm. and it just goes to show you know, that that kind of mentality in the group stages isn't necessarily the same in a knockout um, and you can just up the level and mm. maybe France will do that. Um, well, in, I think they need this to. Point. And, yeah, 100% they need to. You know, it's been, it's they've had frail moments, even against I... Hungary, they had frail moments mm. where you looked at them and you go, with all that, with all those players, they just, well, they didn't they always... turn it on and it was like, eh, what's you
1: know, Failed Little to beat planning. Hungary. Failed to beat Hungary. Failed yeah. to score against Germany. It was an own goal. Let's not forget against Germany, yeah. that won them the game. They're yet to hit the ground running. I don't know whether it's because, and this is not—I'm not blaming one person—but I don't know whether it's because Benzema's not been in the team for so long. Now he's starting up yeah. front. Whether that's affecting it? Yeah. Um, but Switzerland are a massive potential banana skin. Switzerland. Let's not forget are ranked in the top ten in yeah, I mean... world rankings they're no pushovers and we saw them give mm-hmm. wales you know yeah. wales they should have beaten wales they beat turkey comfortably they gave italy a really good game um yeah i just think that france have got to be careful if they don't play better than they have done so far switzerland could be the big shock of this tournament so far
0: mm, yeah could be definitely um, it's, uh yeah.
1: We'll move on very briefly and then we'll start to wrap up. England Germany I think we've covered it more than enough. Yeah. Let's talk about the big game of the knockout <laughs> stages Sweden versus Ukraine battle of the yellows. Who do you see going through?
0: Um I mean I'd like to see uh, Sweden just because yeah. I'm a, you know I'm a bit of a fan of uh, Alexander Isa. Yes. Um, yes. And both- I'm just
1: like in the last podcast, mate. both of us big um, and yeah. both big on Alexander Isak. Yeah,
0: and mate. Did you see? Because I was watching this. <laughs> it was it was uh yeah it was it was quite funny. I was watching this while I was at work and I was work driving, and I had my phone just in front of the steering wheel resting this, down. I don't know and if you and, want um, to have
1: this recorded.
0: Well, it's too late now. Um, <laughs> but the run he made. Um, do you know which run I'm on about? Yeah,
1: down the left-hand side against one when Slovakia.
0: Against, yeah, the one again when he um, when he ran past like six players. Yeah, it was against and
1: Slovakia, I think.
0: It was building up and building up. He got past them, and, then and the I was I could not take my eyes off of it. But I was
1: driving,
0: and he could not um... take
1: his eyes off of it, ladies and gentlemen. Then he plowed yeah. into a cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know what you mean It but was against mate, Slovakia. he just kept going down the left hand side but then he tried to fire in the near and he Polish had a shot he saved it, it. Didn't he? and
0: I was yeah. like oh and I literally I was like oh my god if that went in that would have seen the goal of the tournament it would have been phenomenal he's incredibly
1: talented like yeah. he's unbelievably good I yeah. think that that'll be a really close game obviously neither team is going to be super expansive in the way that they play neither of them are built for attacking mm. um I think that Sweden will win. I personally would like Ukraine to win. Um, that's because I absolutely adore Andrei Shevchenko. I think he's absolutely brilliant. And as a manager, I want to see him do well. Um, they've yeah. got a couple of good players. Yurem Shuk, Yarmolenko, Zinchenko obviously are all decent. Um, Sweden. The- these are the two, I would say, weakest teams in the knockout round for me. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, one of them is, w- is making the quarterfinals at a minimum, which is great for them. Yeah. Um yeah, I think that uh, this round of 16 is really interesting. I think that let's just do like a quick fire thing. I know we've sort of talked about it quickly, but I'm just going to read out the ties, you just without thinking about it, just say who you think will win, I guess. Um Wales Denmark. Wales. Italy Austria. Italy. Netherlands Czech Republic.
0: Holland yeah, Netherlands.
1: Belgium Portugal. <laughs>
0: Belgium, it has to be, doesn't it?
1: Croatia, Spain. Croatia. France, Switzerland. France. Sweden, Ukraine. Sweden. England, Germany. England. Good. So I would only go different on you, uh, different with you on two of them. Go on. Um, Denmark. And, and I'm just, yeah. I, I think Denmark will beat Wales. And I just, I've got a really weird little niggling thing in the back of my mind that's saying the Czech Republic beat the <laughs> Netherlands. I don't know what it is, but I've just got this. And this is the thing. You said Turkey and you look like an absolute tit because they are yep. zero points. Um, whereas now I'm saying that this is where the Netherlands win like 6-0. And I look like a tip, but
0: yeah, they probably will. Like, I could see it being a four nil or something like that. It
1: could be the thing is, the Netherlands are so good at going forwards that it genuinely mm. could be. Yeah. Um, it's up to the Czech Republic to stop them, I guess. But, yeah. um, that's all of the round of 16 ties. We obviously talked about the fact that the group stages are gone, they are done. They've been this has been such a great tournament. I think we've only had a couple of nil nils.
0: Yeah, the Spain Which, one first was a 0 0. Yeah, it? it's
1: been so good this tournament. Oh, yeah. I've enjoyed it so much. Um, Just a couple of quick things in terms of um, obviously, we're going to just quickly revisit the group stages. Best game so far, if you can remember. Any? Oh,
0: I've got, there's two. Mm-hmm. There has to be two. Um, First one was the, uh, oh, I can't even remember it. How embarrassing. Holland versus Ukraine? Holland-Ukraine, 3-2. Yeah. That was a great game. Um, and the other one was uh, Portugal-France. I thought that was a really really um, good game as well. What about,
1: uh, mate, uh, you, it's really weird. You've said two of mine, so I've got like four standouts. Yeah. Um, the two that you've said, Portugal-Germany, the 4-2. Yeah. That was insane yeah. to watch. Um, and genuinely, absolutely fantastic game to watch for me, personally, was Turkey-Wales. I thought Wales were absolutely phenomenal in that yeah, game. True. Um, yeah, true. Yeah. Goal of the tournament so far, if you can remember any, for me, has to be Andreas Christensen's for Denmark against Russia, mm-hmm. closely run against um, Eur- um, Yarmalenko's in that Ukraine 3-2 defeat to Holland. Have mm-hmm. you got one that you can think of? Um Lewandowski had a couple of good
0: ones, actually. Oh, yeah.
1: His second one against yeah. Ukraine the other day was... No, yeah. oh, no, sorry. It was his first one. It was absolutely my... incredible. There's,
0: there's been some absolute pile drivers. Like Shakiri had one, didn't they?
1: Well, do you um... know what my favourite goal is, but it won't win goal of the tournament? My personal favourite one. Uh... I can't remember if it was against Switzerland. I think it was. Let me have a look. Yeah, it was. Um, Locatelli's first one against Switzerland, where he's... Do you remember? He's like hit a half volley out to the right wing. Mm then he's followed that pass I know what about. and yeah. then it's got cut across back to him and he's tapped it in. It was just the yeah. fact that he's half volleyed it out to the right wing. Like, Manmo Locatelli, what a player he is, by the way. Mm. Um, player of the tournament so far? Oh,
0: actually, I'd t- say one more goal just quickly one. because I thought it was phenomenal. Um De Bruyne's left footed shot. Oh
1: my god, what a goal that was. Yeah. yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. There are so many popping into my head, because even Finland Russia, which was a crappy one nil, mm. but Alexei Maranschuk's goal in that one where he went yeah. from right foot to left foot and curled it in the top corner, that was an yeah. unbelievable finish as well.
0: These really good goals, like a a lot of good goals. So it's been like... an
1: incredible tournament so far. I honestly mm. would say that I've enjoyed this more than any other tournament in recent memory. Even the mm. 2018 World Cup, this has been far better for me. Yeah. Um. 2-0-0 so far. England, of course, being involved in one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then one other thing I'll ask is um, what your um, thoughts are on player of the tournament so far. Obviously, for me, personally, I think it's Romelu Lukaku. I think he's just been incredible. You know goals, assists, the way that he's hold he holds up the ball for Belgium and allows them to get up the pitch. Mm. Um, and then you know, honourable mentions to Locatelli for yeah. me, and of course I have to give an honourable mention to Robin Gosens, the left back for Germany, who you know I'm a big fan of anyway.
0: Yeah, it probably would be, um, probably would be Lukaku. I've 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 liked seeing, even though it's been glimpses again, just Lewandowski actually gets some... Yeah. Good performances in. Gutted um, that he's gone out. Gutted. Yeah, them. exactly. I, I really thought they could have got that third goal in that game the other day, and and it would have against Sweden. And and the annoying thing is they both would have still got through. So yeah. it was like uh, i it, it could have been, but it wasn't meant to be. Um, exactly. Kick yeah. I
1: can't,
0: he's he, I can't, he's so re- sorry. Go on. No, I, I'm just gonna say I can't not say Ronaldo because. Mm. Is just always there and it's just insane. I, I love the fact that he's always... I always love the fact when he's in the tournament because, you know, you, you always know you're going to get something with him and, and his goals are obviously... You know, OK, he's had a few penalties and all of that, fair enough, but he's still scored goals. He's still been, you know, quite entertaining and I love that look in the last game. He did that little flick over that player. Oh yeah, um, over Rudiger, and then just it? done that little kind of hand th- hand gesture, and then and then he just um and back then he heel, healed it whilst looking away, and, and yeah. that was what I was saying about that flair And I just love seeing that from him because yeah, yeah. it just it, those are the bits where you just it, it brings back memories of like a Ronaldinho or a Thierry Henry and stuff like. And you just love those bits. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: it was it was incredible that against Germany, wasn't it? Yeah. Um but yeah no I think that Ronaldo deserves a mention for sure it's it's one of those things player of the tournament it is subjective as well isn't it because yeah it depends on whether you want to say a defender yeah or, a striker or whatever so yeah I think that we've gone over obviously we've covered the group we've covered the knockouts as we look forward to them now we've obviously got Game starting tomorrow with wales versus denmark which we've said should be really interesting don't forget to follow us on instagram don't forget to like share and subscribe thank you very much for listening and we will see you soon